3: This week in our Business Builder segment, Michael and I will be talking about why it might be time for you to write a book. A book can establish you as a best-selling author and an expert in your field, so it's a great marketing tool. We'll give you some ideas to help you get started. That's up in a bit. But first, it's our success interview. Today, we're very lucky to be talking to transformational speaker, strategist, and mentor for women entrepreneurs, Kimberly Alexander. Using the results map and the Grow Grid, both of which are the result of her experience, Kimberly helps clients create and scale their brand and their business. I know she has a lot to share, and I've had some great conversations with her, and I'm excited to share those with you today. Welcome to the show, Kimberly. Chanel, thank you for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm really excited for our conversation and excited to see where it goes, and I'd love to start it by asking you to share with our listeners a little bit about your current business, how it started, and how
4: it's evolved over time. Wonderful. Well, you know, back in the beginning, I've, I've had my – I'm going into my um, – Sixth year of business, and um, it has been a, an incredible journey. Uh, prior to that, I was in the corporate world for about 25 years. Um, I'm one of those crazy people that loved every minute of it. Um, great mentorship. Um, I was able to be very entrepreneurial. Uh, but what I found is that you know everything turned into 80% travel, and I was traveling like crazy, doing great work in the world, but just felt like. I was coming up empty personally and I will never forget one day I came home and uh, my little ones had um, done some sidewalk chalk on our driveway and looked, they had, dro- they had drawn our family and I was left out of the picture and absolutely broke my heart. Um, it, I, it still pains me to this day of thinking of that moment, but it was really that wake up call, Janelle, that, you know, life is short and, you know, we have got to respect our life in business and we need to respect our life personally and understanding that really it's one life. And so at that moment I thought, well, I can, I can decide to make a change and how am I going to do that? And so I wrote a series of exercises and ways that I could just really focus on what mattered and what would move the needle both in my business and in my life um, ensuring that I was living just truly and focused on one life. And, um, you know, my, my, I was managing a team at the time, skyrocketed at to the top of the company and started mentoring hundreds of people across the country Figuring because they're saying, what are you doing? You know, you, you look healthy, you act healthy, your business is healthy, what are you doing? And so um, I took this to a couple different companies and realized that, you know, I, I woke up one day and, and just realized I had this calling that I don't want to keep, you know, this, this secret sauce, you know, under one roof, I really feel this calling to share it with the world. And so I packed my bags, packed up everything that I loved to do, along with this series of exercises that were life changing and built my own brand. I mean, I truly went entrepreneur cold Turkey and i um, really never looked back. And it's amazing when you live your life on purpose and really doing what you were called to do. And so, um, what those series of exercises were that changed my life and others is now called the Results Map. And so I wrote, um, I put it in book form, so I wrote a book, and then I also created um, a brand and company around it. And um, never look back. So that is kind of how I got started, and uh, still building upon it to this day. Well, and
3: I love your story, and I think. For most people, it's often that defining moment where they say, something's got to change. And I hear people all the time saying they want to make the change, but they don't know how to. They're afraid to let go. And I'd like to have you talk for, for a minute about how did you do that? Like, what were some of the things that went through your head? Because, you know, you're giving up. You know what you're doing. You know where you're going. You've got making excellent money. You've got all those things going to all of a sudden say, okay, I'm starting. So how can people start getting that plan in place to make that change? There's a lot of them out there that want to do it.
4: Yes, that's a great question. Um, Well, and I have to be honest, I still to this day miss my corporate American Express. (laughs) Still to (laughs) this day, I still miss it. I'll be honest about that. But, you know, um, one of the things that um, is, is yes, you you definitely need – um, a plan. You know, I was, um, you know, truly, you know, all transparency. Um, I was very, uh, blessed. My um, husband too, is an entrepreneur and he had had his business at the time for over 10 years. And so I was able to be, um, you know, financially supported by him for the first year. Um, and mm-hmm. you know, honestly, what I did is, you know, being an entrepreneur um, is hard, and especially if you are building your own content and putting your own stuff in the world, it could be really scary. You know, thinking, gosh, mm-hmm. you know, is is this good enough? Do and I hear that a lot with my audience? Is is this good enough? Would people really invest in this stuff? And um, it could be a bit nerve wracking that way. And so. Um, the, the first thing I did is that, I mean, you've got to have the supports around you. And so I sat down my husband first, and then we sat down with our girls. And, you know, it's, it's here's what, you know, mom wants to do. Um, you know, here's what it will mean for us as a family. Here's what it will mean for you personally. Um, how do you feel about that? And, you know, there were times that I was fearful and there were times that um, I didn't want to go into the office on a Saturday when I was building out and really putting the time in. And I was writing my books on the weekends and and serving my audience during the day, I mean, during the week. And, you know, it was my family pushing me out the door saying, hey, you've got this. You know, you've got to go, you've got to go do this so you can help people in the world. And they, um, you know, I got the buy-in from them. And on the times where it was tough for me, they were my strengths, you know, behind the scenes. And I think that, um, one of the key elements of being an entrepreneur is you could be all gung ho as much as you want, but you've got to have the supports around you first and foremost. Um, it's, it's, um, yeah, you've got to have your plan in place. You've got to have your strategy, um, on, on what that looks like, um, but you've got to have your supports. But one of the big things that I did, I mean, so that's kind of behind the scenes, but in front of the scenes, um, you know, there's a few things I did right away. Um, When I decided to um, build my brand out, you know, the first year that I was in business, um, I um, really, before I went and spent thousands of dollars on websites and all those fun things and hired all these people, I really took my program, which is the results map, and I really, road tested it. And I, um, I networked 80% of my time was networking, um, you know, building uh, my community, building my collaborative partners, um, you know, really building my name out there. I networked, and I did workshops, and I coached. And I think people want to come out of the gates, L, like they've got a million dollar business when, you know, they're barely generating pennies yet. You know, people want to operate. And I find that people coming from the corporate world and the entrepreneur is that they might be at a high level corporately, but they're at the very beginning foundations of being an entrepreneur and no one knows them as an entrepreneur. So you've got to go out there and build relationships and be seen and be in front of the people that you will resonate with that could Become your targeted audience, and um, and do a couple of things very well, and do them over and over and over again. So what happened was I was doing workshops, and they started filling themselves. And then I realized, you know, I really beta tested and road tested my content, and I perfected it over and over and over again. And then after a year of that, I then built out my brand, and I, you know, I hired my brand strategist. Um, I hired a business coach so I could really learn this space well and continued to build those strong relationships. So really, truly, John, now in the first two years, you've got to get out there and show up. And, you know, you're not just going to put your website out in the world and poof the business happens. I mean, you've still to this day, I'm out there you know, every week and building relationships and collaborations. Um, It's what this business is all about. And I think people want to show up and act like they've got this big thriving existing business when you've got to really do the groundwork, um, you know, in order to to prove your name as trustworthy, incredible, and high value. And then the business will, will truly grow from there. I always say take care of the people and the business will happen.
3: I love that. And you've actually shared so much gold that I'm not even sure where to start. Um, <laughs> but I do want to want to share with our listeners that we did a business builder called When Good Enough is Good Enough. And mm-hmm. I think it's really important for people to understand it, that we, people shoot for perfection, and perfection doesn't exist. So right. you have to kind of put your stake in the sand, and I think for the people that are, are want to leave the, the corporate world and start their business, you've got to put together a plan, and I love that you had a plan, and you started doing things, and you you put that into action, but at some point, you have to say, okay, you have to let go of it. you know, one side, you're on the, you know, trapeze, you've got to let go of one side to be able to grab the other, so you can't keep yes. straddling the fence forever. You know, at some point you have to say, okay, i got to take action one way or another and figure out what you want to do, um, and I think that's really important. And I know you and I have had a conversation, and I think finding your right network and the people that you really resonate with, can collaborate with, find those partners, provide the resources and the support that you need is key. And I know for for us, for both of us, eWomen Network has been key in that. I think people spend a lot of time networking, and when I ask them what are they getting, it's like, well, I'm not getting any business, and I'm not getting great connections, but I keep going back. And I always challenge people to take a step back and say, look at your networking ROI look at what you're getting, and I know you have had great results with, with E-Women Network and the connections, but you're very focused and you're very clear on what you want
4: and what you're looking for. Yes, um, and, you know, it's interesting. Um, what people, you know, what I love to say, John-El, is more is never more in business ever. And If you really mm-hmm. think about that, you know, it's not about... Um, you know, more revenue streams. It's not about, which is, I mean, ironically what I do is I teach people how to scale, uh, build out their programming and scale it, but sometimes people can do really good things with just a couple different revenue streams. It's not about talking and throwing up on as many people as you can. It's Mm -hmm. are you making those right connections? And I use an example of, okay, you might work with or meet 10 people that might do something with you once, or you might meet five people that might invest in you three times over. And mm-hmm. so it's, and then those are the people that are going to continue to refer you. So, you know, eWomen Network um, is, I mean, truly I heart eWomen Network. I mean, it's just, I, am, I, am, <laughs> I think I'm one of the most passionate people on the planet when it comes to eWomen Network. Um, you know, I initially went to eWomen Network um, to fill myself up and um you know heard that it was this incredible community of women, uh, entrepreneurs. And I kind of felt like I was out there alone a little bit being an entrepreneur, being in that coaching space. And um when I came, um I realized that um not only would e women fill me up personally, um which is why I initially went, but um from the professional side um it truly shattered my glass ceiling. I mean um I didn't realize what was possible until I came to eWomen Network because it is um, a community of women with endless possibilities, boundless possibilities. And then it actually took my company, National, within three years. And one of the things that I teach my audience about networking, I'm so happy you brought this up because you need to look at who is your targeted audience. And you want to collaborate with people that share the same audience, and so that is one of the one of the kind of secret sauce coins that I untapped is that and it probably seems pretty basic in thinking, but we just don't do that, and that's how we put our own walls up and so mm-hmm. um I wanted to be around women that wanted to that shared the same core values that wanted to serve the same audience. And how we could collaboratively do that and um, support each other and lift each other up, you know, truly as we climb. And so um, what, when I found eWomen Network, um, I, my networking, John L., cut by 80%, and that year my business quadrupled. So more is never more in, in business, it's, it's about putting yourself, in front of the right people that will resonate with you from either a serving standpoint, from a collaborative standpoint, from just having a support network, I mean, all of the above. And so you don't wanna go to a networking arena that maybe you might meet two people, you know, go where you you know, 80% of the room is your room for various different reasons. And mm-hmm. it is amazing how your business can explode by doing that. Wow. That's, that's a, a great, um,
3: testimony on how powerful having the right community is, and um, I think you and I you know, are both great advocates for it because I think it's done a lot to really build our, our businesses to get us in front of the right people and make incredible connections. Um, unfortunately, we need to take a real quick break, but when we come back, I want to continue this conversation, and I want to talk also about not having to do it all yourself, and really getting the right coach and mentor, and then talking a little bit more about um, your results map. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit.
5: Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network.
0: creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network.
3: Welcome back. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Today in our success interview, we're having an incredible conversation with transformational speaker, strategist, and mentor for women entrepreneurs, Kimberly Alexander. And if you missed the first part of our conversation, you need to go back and listen to it. We had an incredible conversation about making the shift from the corporate world to being an entrepreneur and also about the value and the power of finding the right place to network and some things that you can do to make it really successful. Kimberly's done an incredible job of cutting her networking time and exploding her business. When you get in front of the right people, it makes all the difference. And, you know, before the the break, Kimberly. One of the things that we talked about, or you mentioned when you were talking about building your company and doing that, is, you know, really testing what you're doing. And I think that's so important. People start and think they can go develop their programs and develop a fancy website and do all these things, but they don't have their message down. They really don't have their audience down and they lose a lot of time. And I love the fact that you tested it, you got it really good and really strong and then you expand it because you're really clear and you're attracting the right people. What advice would you give people to, to feel comfortable with doing that because people think they have to have all these fancy things but they're losing time and they're not connecting and, and really generating revenue? Right, exactly.
4: and. Um, you know, I, I had said earlier that, you know, people just want to put a ton of things out there and they want to appear like they're they're this big business. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's one step at a time, you know. And the, one of the most important things that you can do is you want to first build trust and credibility in you, yourself, and then your brand as well. And so if you are doing things fly by night, you know, you're not going to get the traction or the trust, Um, it will look like you are just ringing the register and not serving. And I had mentioned earlier that, you know, take care of the people and the business will happen. And Mm -hmm. so that, you know, you want to, you know, almost like two different lenses is you first want to ensure that um, you are serving the way your audience needs to be served and I see a lot of walls with my clients coming up when you know they develop all of these hot bells and whistles and very me too and you know well Susie Q over here is doing it and seeing success so I'm going to do that too well what you need to look at is you know how does your audience want to be served and we mm-hmm. forget about that you know it's it's really you know uh, hope this is not a buzzkill but you know this is not about us at all it's about our people that need us to show up in the right way and mm-hmm. so there there there's four ways of of how i have found of how people make a decision to invest in you you know one is time the time element what do they have two is um, Budgets do they have um, you know what what levels do they feel comfortable in investing in? three is readiness, so are they ready for you or not and Or is experience. So do they want to learn on a screen or on a podcast or face-to-face or a live event or one-on-one, you know, those types of things. And so Mm -hmm. what you want to do with this is that if you have your foundational platform, which is the main thing of what you are known for, what you're the expert in, what um, people would come to you for, you know serve in a couple of ways, like almost the beginning point of you know is there like a two hour you know virtual online live that you could teach to or um, you know a you know a two hour workshop or a one on one whatever that looks like. Just a couple of things, Johnnell, it doesn't need to be this super shiny, sexy thing. It could Mm -hmm. be something very simple. What you want to do when you're building out your brand or trying to scale your brand is you want to get as many people, your targeted audience, as you can to hear your voice and to hear your passion and to understand that you are there to help move the needle forward for them in their business, their life, whatever your expertise is, and to really honestly prove yourself, you know, building your name and building your brand credibility. And what I find is that people out of the gates, they will try something for a month and then they'll go on to something else and then they'll try Mm -hmm. something else for another month and, you know, we've seen this, right? And then go on to something else. I mean, to a point you're like, I don't even know what this girl is doing, but she seems lovely. (laughs) I don't even know what to do. Me personally, I only hire experts, you know, people that really own their space, they own their lane, and they own mm-hmm. their targeted audience. Those are the people that I hire to serve my company. So I know I just, I just gave a lot, but it's, you know, we want to go out and do all these other things and just out of the gates... And and really at all times, stick to the basics, stick to what you are truly known for, what your expertise is, and people will wait in line to work with you.
3: Right. No, I love that. And it's interesting you say that because I think people are trying to do and be all things to all people because they feel like they can have more clients, but if you get really targeted and focused and own your space and stay in your lane, as you say it, then mm-hmm. what happens is you really attract the people that want to work with you, that you want to work with, and you know, with what we do with, with Turn Knowledge to Profit being a done-for-you for products, programs, and services, it really helps people get high quality in, you know, a very reasonable amount of time, very affordably, and it allows them to do what they do well. And somebody was saying recently, well, you know, you've got this model down, why don't you teach people how to do it? And, you know, there are a lot of people out there that do that, and that's great, but that's not where we want to focus, we want to help people get it done so they can move the dial, they can actually start delivering and filling their courses and programs and doing that. So it's really, we've gotten very clear on what that is. And you don't have to do all things for all people. Focus on what it is and you will grow and you'll make a bigger difference and have a bigger impact.
4: Oh, absolutely. And um, you know one of the things that i one of the best things I have done in my company is um, i've I've taken it to a level that I have um, partners, and they are virtually positioned as my training team, and how it started was. Um, I brought in experts to serve my account and, mm-hmm. uh, and my business. And, you know, I can talk to branding. I can talk to marketing. I can talk to all of these things, but it doesn't mean mm-hmm. I'm an expert in it and it's not mm-hmm. what my lane is. And so right. I brought people in. So if you almost, for, for your listeners, if you almost picture like what you do, what your expertise is and what you serve and Think of all of the different things around you that that what you serve to and what your audience would need. So, for example, I build, I show you how to build out programming and scale it, okay, And, and all the things that come with that. Well, you need a website. You need a social media expert. You need, you know, marketing. You need all these different things around you, and so I put my team of experts in front of my audience as well. So you get me and you get my team of experts. Um and so you've got your five-star team figured out. And um I don't I don't talk to all those other things. I let those experts talk to those things. And I and I love to put them in front of my audience. So my audience is taking care of A to Z. And so for for People that don't want to set up that type of a formula, you could still have your, I used to, before I had my partners, I had, I used to call it my tool belt. And I always was putting, putting experts in my tool belt. So if my, cu- my client needed a website built out or whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. I would pull that out of my tool belt and make the connection. And mm-hmm. that is just paying it forward and serving fully, um, ensuring that my clients get the best of the best in the A to Z of their business. And it really is about, and then, and then my partners do the same for me, you know, and it becomes this wonderful, um, you know, really deepened, core valued, almost community and family of taking care of people very, very, very well. And um, it, it's, a, it's a really just incredible thing. And then you also feel like you're just not even in this business alone. You're in it with a lot of people with the core, same core values wanting to serve at the same level. So it really becomes a really fun, wonderful community.
3: And I think that's so important to be able to find those partners, to have those partners, because you can't do it all. And that way your clients are really getting the best of the best. They don't – you don't say, okay – here's what you need to do next. Now you go figure out how to make it happen. By providing those resources and those connections, they can continue to make progress, and then they're going to tell everyone about it. So everyone
4: is successful when you do that. Yes, absolutely. It's a, it's a wonderful thing, and it's amazing how, um, how, how fast and effective that client um, builds and grows because they've got, you know, they're not searching for, you know, that next person, as you said, it's just it's the next step. And so it's um, and a lot of times all of our, us as collaborative partners will, you know, have a powwow and, and talk about this client of how we could best, you know, together serve him or her. So it's been, um, it's a really wonderful thing. And, and again, creates an incredible community. You know, I'm all about uh, creating culture in your brand. You don't have to have an office. You don't have to have, you know, a corporation in order to create culture in your brand. And, and, you know, when you have that type of flavor and that type of feeling, people want to be a part of that. And so, you know, you want to, to, um, you know, really resonate out in the community as um, someone that is safe and trusted and, you know, and, and fun to be with. So um, it, it makes a big difference, you know, when you kind of really instill that, that type of culture in your brand. Um, it, it builds um, business and, and businesses faster than you can imagine. So, and, and again, we get that in eWomen as well, right? Um, Absolutely. You know, we, um, yeah, makes a big difference.
3: Absolutely, and I love, you know, your passion, and you've really got a really strong plan for people putting everything together and the steps that they need to take, and I know you uh, mentor and coach and have your programs and really clearly outline it, both in the results map and the grow grid. So how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about you and what you have to offer?
4: Oh, thank you. Um, so you can go to my website, which is KimberlyAlexanderInc.com, dot com, and that's K I M B E R L Y, A L E X A N D E R I N C. dot com. And on um, on my homepage, we always offer wonderful opt-ins. Really, a lot of the beginning of. Um, foundational pieces whether you're ten years down the road or ten days down the road this is some missing elements I always have on my homepage um, of, of things that you need in order to to grow strong sustainable and fast um, and then um, just all my varying different programs the results map the grow grid. Um, what the programs are, what they do for you, and how I can serve along with my partners, Um, all of that is laid out very clear um, on my site. So um, KimberlyAlexanderInc.com, all sorts of learning uh, libraries and videos and blogs and opt-ins and exercises that you can download forever um, to help you continue to grow.
3: Perfect. Thank you so much, and we will put a link on our Turn Knowledge to Profit page with today's interview, so people can connect with you directly from there
4: too. So wonderful. Perfect. Thank you.
3: So as we end our time together, which we need to, we're going to have to schedule more time because I know we could take this conversation so many ways. what's <laughs> one piece of advice or one tip? And I know you've already given us a ton. So what would you say people should do next to really?
4: get into action and get started with their success? Oh, my gosh. There's so many things I could share, right? Um, <laughs> um, you know, what? What really the beginning point is what I want everyone to do is to really allow the courage to draw that line in the sand and really own who you're meant to become. And I know that sounds simple, but, you know, um, Really think about what you are the true expert in, what your niche is, and really own that. And show up in that way every single day. And you will be amazed at at how people start really getting you so they will hire you. Um, It's not a world of of jack-of-all-trades. It's not a world of generalists. It's a world of experts. So allow yourself to own your genius and your brilliance and watch your business grow. I
3: love that. And I love the way um, you said own who you were meant to become, and own your genius. Um, so I'm going to challenge people that are listening to do that, and I'd love to have them share on our Turn Knowledge to Profit um, Facebook page what they're going to do to make that happen. Thank you so much for your time today, Kimberly. It's been an amazing conversation.
4: Well, thank you, Janelle, and it's been a true, uh, a, a true privilege to be here. So thank you for having me.
3: Oh, my pleasure. We need to take another real quick break, and when we come back, it's our business builder, so stay tuned. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge
5: to Profits. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs.
0: If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network.
2: Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. As always, I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment, we're going to be talking about why you should write your own book
1: so Michael why do you say that coaches need to write a book
2: well there are a number of reasons first it really establishes you as an expert uh, it elevates your status and your visibility um, it, it you know people really see those who write books uh, authors as being serious professionals and whether that's true or not that's a that's a topic for another day but Um, they really are seen as people who um, are set apart from everyone else. Um, Second, it really helps you get your message out. Just the discipline of writing the book helps you organize your thoughts and describe what you do in a way that other people can understand and connect with. Um, And if you don't have a branded process, then writing a book will require you really to think through that process and, and really get into that and really organize the way you do business. And so it really, really is helpful in that way. And third, uh, it's really a low investment way for people to learn about you and what you do. Most people, um, you know, $10 or $15 or even $20 for a book is, you know, almost a no-brainer decision if they're interested in what you do. And that gives them, in a lot of cases, their first look at at your process, your way of thinking, how you deal with clients, um, those kinds of things. So it's really, really simple for them and it's, uh, it's really low investment.
1: Well, and I love the way that you have so many ideas for leveraging things that you've already done. So I think one of the challenges is people think you have to start from scratch which is not true, so what do you suggest someone does if they want to start writing a book
2: well you 're absolutely right. I mean the first thing I, I always recommend that people leverage something they already have. I would never say start from scratch with a blank piece of paper. I mean, you certainly can, but it 's just a longer process, so you really want to leverage something that you 've already done or that you 're already doing so you know, If you're writing a blog, could you possibly expand those posts into chapters or parts of chapters and string them together into a book? Um, if you have a radio show like this one, um, can you have parts of each episode transcribed and then use those as a starting point for your chapters? Uh, yeah, if you have a free ebook, for example, then maybe what you could do is use that as a high-level outline and really flesh out or expand on those topics and add examples and explanations graphics exercises etc and turn it into a a full-fledged book I mean there's really a lot of ways that you can leverage what you're already doing and and I always recommend that somebody start there
1: that those are all great ideas and I think it is important to know that you can repurpose what you've already done and when you're deciding what to do I think one of the things to do is first determine who your target audience is, who are you putting this together for, and why are you putting it together?
2: Yeah, absolutely, Um, that's a a great recommendation. You always need to figure out who the target audience is because depending on the target audience, the book is gonna be written really in very different ways, very unique ways. Just go to the bookstore, for example, and pick up a book on corporate management and just kind of thumb through it, see how it looks and, and how it's organized. And then go to the other a section on new business and pick up a book that's written for brand new entrepreneurs. You'll see that it's much much different. Um, it's not better or worse. It's just a different style. So um, really, you need to figure out who is it that you're addressing. And um, you know, here's a hint: it should be your ideal clients. I mean, if you're if you're going to address someone different with your book, I, I would ask you to step back and question why you're doing that. Um, because really, if you have ideal clients the natural place for you to position your book is for those clients because theoretically you want more of them so you really want to look at who that ideal client is and then I always recommend go to the bookstore. Um, you know everybody does everything online today. You can, I mean, you can do it on Amazon if you want but I don't know I like the to be able to pick up books and look through them and really study them but go to the bookstore and go to the section that your ideal client would typically use for to find books about things like what you do, and look at some of those books. Look at how they're written. Look at how they're put together. Do they have long chapters or short chapters? Do they have a lot of pictures or a lot of text? Do they have a lot of examples or do they have a lot of stories? I mean, you know, how are they written? How are they put together? So that's, that's really important. Um, And then the next thing you really need to do is figure out what you want to say to that audience. So once you know who you're talking to, what do you want to say to them? Um, And really, what is it that your ideal clients most want to know uh, and that they most want to know about you? Uh, Where do they need help? You know, If you have a branded process and use that as a framework, how can you make it easier for them to implement that process? without you being there. That's really the the purpose of the book, uh, in a lot of cases, is to make it so that someone could pick up your book, read through and understand whatever process it is you use, and get some benefit from that. Now, the the, the trick is, or the key is, that they're not gonna get the benefit that you would give them if you were coaching them one-on-one. That's why they pay you to coach them but they should be able to implement parts of it and see how it works and get some limited successes with it so that they're encouraged to go to the next step which might be to hire you or to take a class from you or to have you help them go the next step.
1: I think one of the challenges when someone meets a coach or an, for the first time is they really don't know anything about them so a book is a great way for someone to learn a little bit about your philosophy who you are see examples or stories of the type of people you've worked with because what they can do then is see themselves In those clients and really see how you might be able to help them so it is a great tool to get started it's a low investment and it does give people the way for them to really know who you are and the type of successes you've achieved
2: right so you know and that's where the examples come in it's always great to have good stories and good examples of clients that you've helped um, do something better so it works in a couple of ways. The first way is that uh, people that read the book that are thinking about working with you may see themselves in those examples. And so they see that, oh, it worked for that person. It could work for me. Or, oh, that person had a similar situation to mine and I see how they applied it. Um, Yes, I want to work with you to apply that. Um, the other way that it works, and this is sort of an, an interesting way, is that if you have stories about specific clients that were successful and you include those stories in your book, then who do you think is likely to buy your book? The people that have the examples and the stories in the book are likely to buy it. And in fact, uh, they, they may even be likely to recommend the book to their clients because they're in it, and they want people to read about them as well as you. So it sort of, it sort of works in two different ways. It's really quite interesting. But those examples, those stories, um, those are really really an important part of the book.
1: Well, and I love the fact that you're able to do a couple things because you can take your knowledge that you've created through your blogs and radio show hosts and different things that you've done and repurpose that into a book. You can also take that book and then turn that into a course. So it gives you just another tool, each one of these build upon one another to really expand what you have to offer to your clients.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So companies like ours turn knowledge to profit. One of the most popular uh, offerings that we have is turning your book into a, a course, and it's it's really straightforward for us to do that because you have this book. So if I we back up and you say, so if you came to me and said I want a course, um, well, I'd have to find out about your process. I'd have to find out about your clients. I'd have to find out about. Um, how you do it, all the the details of what you do and we can certainly do that and I do that all the time with clients. But if you could just hand me a book that already has all that in it, it makes it very straightforward and very quick to turn that into a course that you can start offering and start making money from. Um, We worked with a client recently um, that uh, we took her book and turned it into a course in about eight weeks. So within two months, she had a course that she was offering and making money on, uh, having come from just a book. So yeah, the, the book really is a great place to start with other offerings, as you said. And, but it you know, also goes back to your branded process, which we talked about in a previous session. Um, you know, if everything's hung around that process, so your book describes the process, your coaching embodies the process, then as you start to develop more and more products, they're all sort of hung hung on that process and everything really feeds on everything else.
1: So by now, hopefully our listeners are seeing how things are starting to come together. If you are thinking about writing a book or if you have a book, go to Turn Knowledge to Profit on our Facebook page and share the title of your book. We'd love to check it out. And if you're thinking about writing a book, but you're not sure where to get started or the first step, and you're interested in learning more, just email michael at tk2p. That's michael at tk2p.com. And let's Chat and see how we can support you and how you can get more exposure for what you do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I would love to talk with you. You know, they say that everybody has at least one book in them, and you just need to know what products to look at, what you already have, and how you can leverage those into a book. So I would encourage you to do that. I'd love to talk with you about it. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas, and also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for our future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week.